Psalm 28, verses 1 and 2. To you I call, O Lord, my rock. Do not turn a deaf ear to me. For if you remain silent, I will be like those who have gone down to the pit. Hear my cry for mercy as I call to you for help, as I lift up my hands toward your most holy place. Long ago, I used to hold a Wednesday Bible study in my office in Manhattan. And uh, sometimes guests would show up. And one time, a evangelical Christian uh, who was a missionary showed up and he told the story of a young atheist um, who had, uh, was uh, giving the missionary a tour through the city of Odessa that had been decimated by the war. And one of the things, one of the things I wrote uh, about her was kind of a, uh, he didn't evangelize her, but when he said to her, at one of the places which was really a ruin, the bombs had fallen and, and, and most of the debris had not been uh, removed. And he just said to her, this is what the world looks like when God is not in it. Hmm. And uh, I write, her eyes gazed on the scene of wretched desolation and ruin left by the last war. My friend remained silent as she reflected on what the world would look like, excuse me, let me do that again. My friend remained silent as she reflected on what the world looks like when God has been expelled. That's a really dramatic scene, you know, and, and I think in a less dramatic way, a lot of people have experiences where they look around at the, at the world around them and they think, why is God silent? You know, kind of like the psalmist says here. Uh, for if you remain silent, I will be like those who have gone down to the pit. And, you know, it's, I've been thinking about this a little bit, Eric, and I have to say my experience has not really been that of wondering if God is present or speaking. Uh, you know, I've gone through hard times, but I don't think I've ever gone a day in my life where I've thought God is silent on this. I hear him in, in his word, which I open every day. I hear him in the wisdom of Christians around me. I hear him in the Holy Spirit promptings in my own heart and the beauty of nature. I think God's loud all the time. And I kind of hesitate sharing that because I don't want to come across as holier than thou. Like, oh, I'm always sensing God speaking. But um, I just have to kind of express that. It's not necessarily been my experience. I, I see, hear, feel, taste, touch, sense God all the time, even in the terrible tragedies and in the um, wildernesses of my life. I just, I don't know, maybe somebody needs to hear that, that that's okay too, to have that experience throughout your life. What do you think? Well, you're talking to somebody that actually went uh, and needed to go through a very significant reversal. Mm -hmm. And the desolation and decimation was a company uh, and I was in the middle of it and the guns were still blaring. I mean, lawsuits and all the things that come mm -hmm. from a, a kind of a home front kind of war. But I was in the middle of a war and I prayed a prayer. And I, I really just want to uh, conclude with this one thought. Ever since that time, I basically I summarize it uh, when God says to the psalmist, call upon me in the day of trouble, I will deliver you and you will honor me. 
And I have uh, kind of humorously called that God's three step program. <laughs> but in the, the end part of it, honoring God with my life, right. that has uh, ever since that, and that's many years ago now, uh, I, I can't believe how long it is, but I don't think I've ever turned around and said, God, you are silent. What right. my yeah. position has been strategically is move within what God is revealing to you at the present moment, move in that yeah. with faith and confidence. Right. So I am the most unlikely person to be on this podcast right now. If you look at me pre 1987. Hmm. But if you look at me now, I think I am confident in the Lord, but I am not confident in the exact outcome of something mm -hmm. because I don't need to be. Mm. You're trusting him. Exactly. Trust. Beautiful. Yeah.